Welcome to Healing with Healing, the podcast that dives deep into the world of dating, relationships and self-worth. I'm your host, Rachel Teeling, and I am here to guide you on a journey of self-discovery, empowerment and meaningful connections. Join me as I open up about my own personal experiences, share insightful dating and relationship advice and explore the path to discovering your true value. Whether you're navigating the complexities of modern dating, seeking to cultivate a healthier relationship with yourself or your significant other, this podcast is your safe space for growth and healing. Get ready to embrace the love and confidence you deserve. Let's begin this transformative journey together. Welcome to Healing with Healing, the podcast that dives deep into the world of dating, relationships and self-worth. I'm your host, Rachel Teeling, and I am here to guide you on a journey of self-discovery, empowerment and meaningful connections. Join me as I open up about my own personal experiences, share insightful dating and relationship advice and explore the path to discovering your true value. Whether you're navigating the complexities of modern dating, seeking to cultivate a healthier relationship with yourself or your significant other, this podcast is your safe space for growth and healing. Get ready to embrace the love and confidence you deserve. Let's begin this transformative journey together. Hello and welcome to another episode of Healing with Teeling. I am your host, Rachel Teeling, and you may or may not have noticed that I was missing last week because I have had this cough, cold, whatever it is, for about three weeks now, and my throat, I still sound husky, um, last week I was quite poorly, and yeah, it just will not go away, this tickle is driving me mental, it goes and then it seems to come back a little bit, but last weekend, not last weekend gone, but the weekend before that, I was at the Denise Duffield Thomas Chill and Prosper Conference in Bristol with my friend Claudia and we met some amazing people who are inspirational and they have just yeah given me a kick up the bum for my coaching business and doing all the things but then I came back from that conference and I was absolutely exhausted. I was zapped. I was done meeting you know it's like 200 people so it's great networking opportunity um meeting loads of people I had a dinner on the night late night early morning and I've also then come straight back into having Lila for a full week because her dad went on holiday so um to anyone who is a single mum out there and does this full-time on their own you are a badass because I'm exhausted and she's exhausted too to be fair to because she's used to being like at daddy's house and nanny's house and everywhere else and she's kind of like with me and I had a babysitter on Saturday night for a party that I went to I went to a 40th birthday party on Saturday night um and I think she's got a bit of a cold too so we're we're having a bit of downtime a bit of tired time but it is the season to kind of like rest and relax but I can't rest and relax because I've got so many ideas and I've got so many things that I'm working on at the moment with my coaching (laughs) that it's hard to just sit still and um yes but there you go that's my kind of like life of the past week we're a bit tired everyone's got a cold and Lila's been at home with me for a week so that means everything's on me emotional support 
cooking, cleaning, pat lunches, remembering to order school dinners. Who forgets to order school dinners every week until it gets to like Monday night and I'm like, oh yeah, you need a school dinner. Anyway, we have Black Friday coming up this week and it has made me think about how we rush into relationships and accept whatever is offered to us because we don't really believe that what we want is possible for us. So, you know, just because it's on offer, it doesn't mean that it's right for you. But if you knew failure wasn't an option and that you could have that dream life and that dream relationship and enough money in the bank to secure your future, would you really entertain dating those guys who aren't really listening to you, who are playing games, who are unavailable when you want him, but he expects you to be fully available for him. Or, this is one of the worst ones, and I have been there, I have done this, but just having a friend with benefits who you think you can fix, and you think that he will fall for you eventually. Honestly, of course he's going to fall for you, of course he is, but he is never going to because you're meeting all of his needs and you're sacrificing your own needs being met you are just getting instant gratification from meeting him and having the high and it not lasting so it's like shopping in the black friday sales or in the sales you know you think that that outfit is the outfit for you you're going to get a really great deal on it or that gadget or whatever else you buy spontaneously will be the answer to your dreams but actually is it just last season's fashion which will make you feel from big is that gadget just going to end up at the back of a cupboard and never be used will you just have a whirlwind romance and not actually get to know him and he will be gone before you wake up is instant gratification all it is cracked up to be I have quite honestly grown to hate shopping over the past few years I have gone from financially comfortable having a partner being part of his business being able to buy anything I like going to holiday I'm going to holiday in Florida going on holiday to Florida every year two to three holidays per year owning far too many pairs of Steve Madden shoes, lots of designer handbags. They are an investment, let me just point out. I will never lose my Steve Madden shoes or my uh, or my Mulberry handbags. I love every single one of them. Individually, they are all beautiful. But I got dropped from a very great height into single motherhood and basically budgeting for the food shop every week. So... Going anywhere near a Black Friday sale gives me anxiety. Going anywhere near like fast fashion, like Primark, gives me anxiety. And especially if I take Lila and she sees something because I'm like, I'm trying to teach you the value of things, child. And if I go into places like this and I see things that I like, I want to spend, I want to buy everything that I like. I want to spend way more than I should. And then I'll get it home, I'll try it on, and I'll hate everything. And then I'll hate myself for not being intentional about my shopping. So I've kind of devised a way 
of number one trying to teach Lila the value of money by you know creating a budget and saying to her it's not in the budget this week for us to do that we can do this and we could do that and what do you value more because I don't want to tell her that you know you can't have what you want because I also don't want to encourage her to buy everything and have fast fashion because that's what she does she goes to Primark and she goes wild but you know I want to encourage her to see the value in things so instead I have an upgrade list I have a list of items which I have thought about you know I have things that I want to upgrade in my kitchen um and if you ask Ed that will be my my knives because they're really bad at chopping things (laughs) so he's going to buy me knives for Christmas and I'll be really offended or slightly scared um I have things in my wardrobe that need upgrading and it's always a good one, especially if you're dating ladies. Always, always, always. Any underwear that you own, get rid of if it doesn't make you feel sexy or good or, you know, we've all got granny pants to go to the gym in or we've all got granny pants that we go to work in, that we do comfortable things in. They're the best things ever. But would I let Ed see me dead in my granny pants? absolutely no way ever I mean it's lucky we don't live together but even if we did live together I'm pretty goddamn sure he will never get to see my granny pants unless he's washing them but even then I'm like no thank you um but yeah I'm digressing here but upgrade your pants buy some nice sexy knickers that make you feel good I have things around my house that I'm in the process of upgrading at the moment I want to change the pictures and the cushions and all of the cozy comfy things in my lounge because I'm not getting a new sofa anytime soon and that sofa is coming up to nine years old and I have a dog that chews everything so I'm not going to buy a brand new sofa just so the dog can chew it. Because even when I buy cushions, she chews zips off cushions. I mean, what is wrong with that poor dog? Um, So I intentionally look for items which I would like to upgrade. I will screenshot them. I'll put them on a wish list. I have an Alexa wish list. So I... Oh, God, I've just said a name. Please don't go off. But I literally say, put this on my wish list. And we get a list of things I would like to upgrade in my life instead. And if they're not part of the sale or they're not in Primark, then that is even better because then it's a seriously real treat for me to upgrade these items in my life. And that feels way better than having the instant gratification of running around Primark and picking up every tiny little bit of £2 earrings and a hat here and a pair of gloves there and you get to the till and it's 50 quid and you're like what happened there but it's way better because you've been intentional and you know that you've wanted these these items you've wanted this and it feels nicer to have the things that you actually want and you can do the same when you're dating because the guy that you don't think exists is actually out there dating someone else because you're too busy entertaining all the other options and again if I go back to shopping I have got my eye on a Hobbs trench coat I've had my eye on this Hobbs trench coat all year long it just doesn't ever seem to be the right moment to buy it I either think oh I won't buy it because it's coming to summer now or I won't buy it because it's coming into winter now but realistically I want that coat and if it comes up in the January sales it's mine I have had my eye on it for such a long time it's an intentional upgrade in my life that I want 
So instead of going and looking at all the other sale items and all the other bits and bobs, like I say, the £2 earrings, the £5 gloves, the £7 hat from Primark, instead of going to look at all those little bits and bobs, I'm going to intentionally not shop in the sales and I'm going to intentionally buy my Hobbs coat for myself because that is what I really want. I don't want all those other bits and bobs. I want that Hobbs coat ready for the spring. It's going to look amazing with everything. But you can do the same with dating. That right guy could be just a few dates away. And if you started to get intentional about who and what you will accept into your life, he will he will appear. And it's it's almost like magic. <laughs> no, you don't believe me. But let me tell you about some of the dates that I had before I met Ed and how I put up with their terrible behaviour. And even though I knew in my gut that I was worth way more, I let these guys treat me like this. So, you know, this one time when Teeling was dating, that was me, um, I met a guy and I knew him through a friend of a friend and we got on. I thought, like a house on fire. He dropped me home. We had a smooch. I stuck to my rules. And off he went with a promise to call and arrange another date. Never to be heard from again. Actually, I say never. A few weeks later, he popped up and said, Hi, what are you doing? Um, so I agreed on another date. And then he cancelled. And so I then texted him to say, Shall we do that again? And he then never arranged anything. What the actual was I thinking? Because he didn't bother to arrange anything. I had given him way too many chances. I was literally saying to him, it's okay to fuck me around. I'll wait. And I made myself look like a dick. I really did have a lot to learn at this point. But then there was this time when I went to, um, I mean, I used to go to my local pub all the time for my dates because it's just down the road. It's a lovely pub, open fire, all that jazz. Um, it's close to home. I feel safe there. I still get there all the time now, let's be honest. And if my date was undesirable, I felt safe to go and talk to the bar staff and they could sneak me out the back door. But this date was local too. And I was just at the bar ordering a drink. I got there first and he just walked in ordered his drink on top of mine and let me pay and at the time I just was like laughed it off it's fine ha 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 that's no problem but that is a serious red flag I mean where is the gentleman who does that let a guy buy the first round let him be a gentleman if this guy is serious about a long-term serious relationship he will happily buy you a drink he will happily be a gentleman. He will happily be a man and buy you a drink. And that is no reflection on you being an independent woman. That is you just letting your feminine energy come through. That is you just saying, it's okay. I will let a man buy me a drink because I can relax into my feminine and be feminine. I need to stop saying feminine. <laughs> and then the next time, well, one of my other terrible dates, and there are several million of them. Then we had the going for dinner on a first date, and that was mistake number one. There is nothing more awkward than sitting across from somebody that you have just met eating, and then the dance to do the 
do we split the bill? Is he going to pay? And he actually did make me split the bill, which totally gave me the ick, and I didn't particularly want to see him again, um, which kind of sent him into stalkerish behaviour to see me again. And he had picked me up from my house for the first date, and that was mistake number two. Because honestly, I thanked my lucky stars that my lovely neighbour and my friend who lives over the road was home from leave, home from leave, home on leave from the armed forces that week because I was scared that that man might come and get me in my sleep. And I was so happy that my friend was over the road because I was like, oh, please save me if anybody like breaks into my house in the middle of the night. But all of these things made me think, oh my God, I must stop behaving like this I need to get intentional I mean when I firmly said no to that lovely horror of a man who kind of stalked me he really did call me a slut and he really did send me some very scary threatening messages and that just was this could not go on you know I had to get intentional about who I was dating I had to be intentional about what I would accept and who I would allow to pick me up from my home address where I live with my young daughter. I was so... I'm going to call myself stupid. It's not very fair. Have you broken your New Year's resolutions yet? I have to admit that I don't do New Year's resolutions because they just don't work. So instead, I set myself goals based on what area of life I want to improve. And this year, it's my health and fitness, growing my coaching business and paying off my debts, which is a whole other story as I was left in a considerable amount of debt by my ex-partner. I have reflected on last year and worked out what went well and what didn't, which means I can use that as a pathway into how I can actually achieve my goals this year. I would love to help you do the same using my coaching skills and tools. I use these myself and I can help you reflect on last year, work out what is important for you to achieve this year and put some tangible steps in place for you to achieve what you set out to do this year. I'm offering a one hour one to one session for just £24 for you to set your goals this year. These spaces are limited and there's a link in my bio for you to book yours. call myself stupid but how ridiculous and how trusting of me to think it would be okay for somebody just because I've chatted to them I've got their phone number I know a little bit about them for them to be able to come and pick me up from my home address on date one that is a big no-no and it's not just me who would be part of this new relationship you know my daughter would have a relationship with this person too and I was looking for a serious long-term relationship not just games not just one-nighters I had to get very intentional I had to think about that person who would be part of Lila's life not just my life just I mean I say this again and again but when I was in my 20s and I was dating and you just think you're like I'm just 27 and I thought I'd be left on the shelf and that's when I met Lila's dad you know you're thinking I'm 27 I must have babies immediately but you don't think about the person who you're going to have babies with you don't think oh yeah you're going to make a great dad for my children you just think oh my god I actually really fancy you and I can see a life together but then when you're dating and you've got a child to consider 
you have to think like is that person going to be a positive male role model for my child is that person going to influence us positively is that person going to behave in a way where he treats me with respect with love as a gentleman because that's what I want to role model to my daughter I want to role model a long-term loving secure safe peaceful more than anything else peaceful that child went through an awful lot for me and her father when we split up I do not want her to witness anything like that ever again I had to come up with a plan of action to make sure that I could spot red flags that I was intentional about who I would meet so I devised myself a few dating rules now don't get me wrong if you are online dating it really is a numbers game you are going to swipe on a lot you are going to swipe on say a hundred that you may like from a picture where you can't get anything else from it because you can just see a picture and they may have written a witty line about themselves but you're going to swipe on a hundred of them and then you're probably going to whittle that down to talking about talking to 10 of them maybe if you're lucky and then you're then gonna maybe meet two of them for a date if you're lucky and you might like one of them and it really is that simple the conversion rate really is that depressing for online dating I hate to tell you but you can do things to make it better for yourself you know before I would even meet anyone I made sure that I was confident that I had a thick skin that I was ready to not be attached to the outcome I was ready to meet them assess them for what it was it was just a date I was just meeting somebody it's almost like a job interview but a little bit more interview a little bit more intimate because you are actually meeting them um to interview them for a role in your life you are meeting this person because you want them to be part of your life you want to meet somebody who you want to be part of your life is what I'm trying to say but you know I had rules for myself I had to limit the amount of time that I spent swiping because it gets addictive I had to say to myself okay I can spend half an hour swiping tonight at this time because if I go any longer than that if I do any more swiping than that I'd get addicted to it and I would have to then put it down and walk away and even if somebody had messaged me I would not respond to them until it was my allotted time to go back on the app and respond to them and swipe again and look again and see what potential was out there and honestly if you're anything like me bumble completed it mate hinge completed it mate tinder didn't even touch you um (laughs) sorry tinder people but no so limit your swiping time and you know turn the notifications off on the apps because you will constantly be getting likes swipes messages and they might not be desirable messages do you really need to see that all day long 
I remember once plugging my phone into the boardroom at work because I was doing a presentation and I had quite a filthy message appear on my phone and I hadn't turned any of my notifications off. And luckily, only one of the girls in the room spotted it and laughed at it, but that would not have gone down well at all <laughs> if that had been seen by anybody else. But do you really need to be seeing the notifications from dating apps? Do you really need to be notified that somebody has messaged you? Do you really need to respond to them immediately? You really don't and you actually will build more value about yourself to the person who's messaging you if you are not responding to them immediately because you are far too busy. You are far too busy sorting out your sock drawer and living your best life to be sat on that app 24 hours a day waiting for somebody to message you, waiting for somebody to like you and waiting for somebody to give you that outside all of it outside validation which will give you that spike of like yes somebody likes me it will give you that feel good spike so you know I would also delete the apps when I was on my period nobody nobody likes anybody who is moody you don't need to subject the world to your moodiness you do not need to subject the dating world to not liking anybody and you will not like anybody if you are on your period if you are due on your period if you are tired you are grumpy if it's that time of the month when you need to rest relax and switch your mind off that is not the time to be swiping that is not the time to be messaging and that is definitely not the time to be going on dates so if i can give you one tip please don't go on dates and please delete the apps when you are due on your period or on your period. And then, I mean, I have got a full list of these, which I'm going to give you a link to, um, because if I go through them, we're going to be here all day. But, you know, do not ask them out first. And I'm going to give you this one because on Bumble, if you're on Bumble, and it's my favourite app of all of the apps, that's where I met Ed, you get to chat first. So you get to send the first message. So you can be very intentional about who you, I mean, you can swipe on them and not message them. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. If you've swiped on them and thought, actually, no, thank you, then it's fine. You don't have to message them. But you can be intentional about who you do message. And I would literally do a whole message. Hey, person's name. How are you? Great to match or something generic. You don't have to make it funny. You don't have to make it interesting. You're literally matching with people who you don't know. You're probably never going to meet. And they're probably just going to delete you anyway. So you can do something generic from that. But you can wait for a guy to lead because, again, any guy who is interested in a long term, serious relationship will have all the motivation to chat to you, to banter with you. You can get a feel from them, from their messages. But the aim of the game here is to get them off the app, to get them to ask you out and to swap phone numbers so you can meet in real life. So put a time limit on that as well. If they are just pen pals and they are talking to you for a week, just on the app, and they've got no intention of asking you out or asking for your phone number or anything else, you can delete and block them and move on. 
Ed. I'm trying to think what he did. No, I'm not trying to think what he did. I'm trying to I'm trying to work out how to tell you what he did. He basically, I messaged him, hey, Ed, how are you? Because I was so generic like that. You know, you swipe on 100, you message 50. You like 20, you meet two. Um, but, and it's that, the, the numbers do work like that, by the way. So <laughs> he literally got chatting to me and he was like, oh, right, so I'm just like working from home today. Here's my number. If you want to have a chat, give me a call at some point this afternoon. And it put me in a predicament of, oh my God, I don't want to talk to this stranger because I don't know who he is. But it also made him very keen to chat to me, to get to know me, to show that he had intention of getting my phone number, getting me off the app and actually asking me out. And that is what, you know, that is what you want them to do. You want them to do that but as you are going along in this dating work out what it is that you like about your dates because they can go into a list of I like this attribute about this guy he's actually quite funny I like his persona but there's certain things about him I don't like so he's not the guy for me and you can delete block and move on and there's no problem with that you can work out what you don't like and they will become your non-negotiables and you know stalker behavior threatening messages anyone that you know banter banters with you but abusively you know if I'd have been a different me I would have just made excuses for that banter and let him treat me like that I would have just said oh it's just banter it's funny but they weren't it was insulting banter and when I said no to him the actual dangerous really nasty man came out and I was so lucky that I didn't go out again with him and I didn't meet him again or I didn't invite him into my life because he would have most definitely been abusive and old Rachel possibly would have accepted that because she didn't have any self-worth she didn't know how to say no to people she was a people pleaser who wanted everyone to like her so I would have accepted bad behavior like I did you know I accepted people ignoring me that's not okay I accepted people not buying the first drink it's not okay I accepted people ghosting me not okay I accepted that they wouldn't call me back that was not okay I accepted them being aloof distant not replying to me again not okay it left me wanting them to talk to me confused and you know telling me that they're not ready for a relationship that's definitely not okay why are you even on dating apps why are you even meeting people? Why are you not just being honest? Go on Tinder and get your end away, like my mum would say. <laughs> anyway, but the best reaction to all of the above situations is to walk away. You have to believe that you are more than good enough. You have to believe that the guy that you want is out there looking for you as much as you are looking for him. And if the guy that you're dating at the moment can't see that you're good enough, I promise you that somebody else will. You don't need to nag. You don't need to beg. You don't even need to message them to find out if they like you, if you'll see them again, or if they will commit to you. Because if he likes you, you will know about it. And if he doesn't, you will be confused. And that is, it's as simple as that. If he likes you, you will know if he doesn't, you will be confused. And I have got a full list of the dating rules that I kind of made up and stuck to 
as I was out there in the dating world because I needed a structure to dating. I needed to be like, okay, he hasn't made a move or he hasn't asked me out after so long I've been on the dating app. Bye-bye. No, thank you. He's made an excuse. Bye-bye. No, thank you. He's ignoring me. Bye-bye. No, thank you. So I have got a free cheat sheet which is called ditch the dates so you guys do not have to make the mistakes that I made you guys do not have to put up with the bad behavior that I put up with you guys can move through dating with some kind of structure with a actually it is okay for me to say no actually it's okay for me to not give him a second chance because the more you say no to people the less second chances you give the more you're making room in your life for that right person to come along the more you are building up the boundaries to say that's not acceptable to me I'm not going to put up with that behavior I won't have that in my world there is also another side to this that I should talk about on another podcast maybe because you know we are getting on for time here but You could also have barriers built up so high and such ridiculous expectations that no guy's ever going to break them down. But we'll talk about that another time. But I have got this cheat sheet for you. If you would like to go to the show notes, you can see my cheat sheet to ditch your dud dates and you'll start filtering out the good guys from the bad guys. And it's genuinely, it's like panning for gold. And I want you guys to make online dating successful for you. Because if you are like me and you are in a long-term relationship and you're a single mom or you've got kids, or you know, you don't have the time, you've got kids, you've got your career, you've got everything going for you. And meeting that guy is going to be really difficult because you don't have the time. You don't have the resources. You're focused on everything else. But this is something that you actually really long for in your life. Having a secure, loving, peaceful relationship is something we all long for in our lives because we do want to be surrounded by love. We want that support. We want someone to love us. We want to role model happy, loving relationships to our children. I want someone to take my bins out for me. I'm not going to lie. I just want Ed to like, I want to live with him. So he takes the bins out and I don't have to do it in the dark, which is what's about to happen. Um, but yeah, the quicker you start saying no to the dates and the pen pals who just want to send you the dirty pics, the quicker you will start filtering out the good dates. The guy of your dreams is out there. He's dating someone else because that girl believes that he exists. And if you want to work on your intentions so that you are ready for new love in the new year, my one-to-one coaching will support you to gain that unshakable confidence in yourself and it will support you to start believing in what is possible for you. So go over to the show notes, go and download my Ditch the Dates cheat sheet and let me know by sliding into my DMs on Instagram. I'm at Rachel Teal and Coaching. What is your biggest takeaway from those tips on my ditch the dates i've also listed some interesting red flags and me and my friend fran are going to do a podcast um in january not in january in december uh where we're going to go through her tinder and her uh other dating profiles and we're going to find the dates for you and entertain ourselves because one of the guys the other day when we were looking at her dating pro I can't remember which which app it was on now but he literally had a selfie of him in his living room 
um, was it like a selfie, a mirror selfie? And in the background, there was a big canvas on the wall behind him of him and clearly his ex, I hope ex-partner. Imagine if it's not. Um, or him with another woman, actually, just with his arms wrapped around her. And, you know, if that's not enough of a red flag for you, I don't know what is. But anyway, until next time much love have a great week everybody and i shall catch you on the next episode of healing with teeling thank you for joining me on today's episode of healing with teeling if you are struggling in the dating and relationship game i can support you to gain unshakable self-worth and become the best version of you to attract the best person for you with my one-to-one coaching program be you for rendezvous There is a link in the show notes if you would like to find out more about my one-to-one coaching and how I can support you. Or please feel free to slide into my DMs on Insta and ask me any questions. I am at Rachel Teeling Coaching and this is where I share a lot of my dating journey, pictures of Ed, Lila and of course Frankie the Frenchie. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to hear more, please follow my show so you don't miss an episode. If you found this podcast valuable, please take a moment to rate and review to help me reach more ladies who need to hear this healing journey to inspire them to heal from their own trauma and find lasting love. Catch you on the next episode of Healing with Healing. Are you a single, career or family driven woman, but you just cannot get lucky in love? Have you got back into the dating game after a long-term relationship breakdown and you are now confused and overwhelmed by men and dating? Have you been on what feels like hundreds of first dates but never seem to get a connection? And are you now wondering if there are any genuine committed men left in the world? I know, I feel you. I've been there. But I invite you to join me in my how to find lasting love mini series workshop to find out what actions you need to take to attract that lasting loving relationship that you truly desire these are three 10 minute ish videos supporting you to find that secure loving relationship that you desire They cover how to successfully date after divorce, how to heal your relationship with men and how to shift your energy to attract that masculine man you desire. There is a link in the show notes for you to get access to those mini workshops. Go check them out and I shall see you there.